Thank you for joining us on Connected Ops Visionaries. Each month or so, we'll be connecting you to leaders, pioneers, and visionaries who are breaking down barriers and silos that exist in digital operations. For safety or maintenance managers, fleet operations managers, a business operations exec, or even someone in IT or finance, this podcast is intended to bring you the learnings and knowledge you need from those who have walked in your shoes. These are the pioneers of the industry who want to ensure their organizations have the right data that glean real insights and aren't afraid to act on them quickly to drive better business outcomes. The goal is for operational excellence at the end of the day. Our guests love diving deep into how it affects business processes, so we'd like to welcome you to the future of connected field and asset operations. Welcome, everybody. Wanted to uh, welcome everybody back to Connected Ops Visionary Podcast. Excited to speak with Gary Williams, Manager of Business Transformation and Operational Excellence at Liberty Coke. How you doing, Gary? And John, good morning. How are you doing today? Doing, doing well. I know we've talked to you a few times before, but I have a new topic today, really trying to focus on you know, how you guys are getting quick wins out of your data. You know, if an organization really wants to figure out how they can drive savings and efficiency to the bottom line quickly, folks are not always sure exactly where to start. They have to make a business case and prove out the business case to management. So I think you'll be talking around a few areas where, you know, you really have seen some quick wins and been able to report out on it. So excited to do that today. So thanks again for joining us. Uh, why don't you tell us once more time a, a little bit about Liberty Coke and your core values and your role at the company? Sure, John. Well, first, thanks for having me today. So this is a you know a, a wonderful opportunity, you know, to be able to share some thoughts with your audience and also a little bit about Liberty Coca Cola, one of the franchise bottlers within the Coca Cola bottling system. And our geographic footprint covers Philadelphia and the five counties around Philadelphia, the northern part of Delaware, which includes Wilmington, all of New Jersey, New York City, Long Island, and the seven counties north of New York City. And then a little bit of Fairfield County, Connecticut. So that's our footprint. You know, our values here at Liberty Coke really begin with safety. Safety is the number one value above all the other values. And it's all about 100% safe, 100% at a time. What we hope for every day, and we do everything we can to make sure we meet this goal, is that when you show up today healthy to work, that you go home from work in the same condition you showed up in. So it's, it's vitally important to us, which kind of leads into our second value, which is caring. Right? We always want to have a sense of family. We want to make sure we are taking care of our customers and that we're supporting the communities that we serve. In terms of growth, every business you know, to be sustainable needs to grow. So one of our values around growth, again, is to be innovative. Again, understand what our customers you know, want and need right, to be successful in their businesses and at the same time you know, be able to grow our business as well. And then finally results. Of course, you can do all these things, but if you're not getting the results, then, you know, again, you don't have a sustainable business. You know, so we're very results driven, focused on the successes and learning from, you know, our opportunities. 
you know, I think that really the world understands what we do, you know, in terms of Coca-Cola, it's you know pretty much a household name. That's really what the foundation is that drives us to, you know, what you ultimately experience as a consumer. My role within Liberty Coke as a manager in the Operational Excellence Group, I really focus on, I'll say, two primary areas these days is, you know, first, it's around capabilities and solutions, you know, for the operations side of our business. It's all about finding the new cool things that are out there, you know, that are going to help us to be more efficient and effective, or it's, you know, taking the things that we already have and finding different ways to leverage those capabilities to get more use out of them and drive results. Uh, I also do a lot of project management. I get involved with a lot of project management. That takes up a good share of my time as well. Excellent. It seems like sort of the values in a way can dovetail with your business outcomes and your corporate goals, right? If you're doing the right thing by your employees and you care and, and everyone is safe, you know, that can affect positively the, the metrics and the business outcomes you're looking to achieve as well, right? That, that is absolutely true, John. I've said this many times throughout my career is that if you do the right thing and do it the right way, the results will take care of themselves. That's not to say that there's a, a setback along the way, but my experience has been is that when you always do the right thing the right way, in the end, it works out. It'll be a positive outcome. Absolutely. So yeah, we've talked about connected operations. It's a big term, a big marketplace, but we view it in terms of really fleet and safety management for your vehicles and drivers coming together. You've got those drivers on the road every single day. You want to keep them safe, efficient, productive. So in your own terms, what do you think running a connected operations you know, means to Liberty Coke and getting to the right business outcomes? Well, like I said, you know, safety is our number one value, right? So as you referenced, you know, telematics provides us the capabilities, you know, to be able to see what's happening with our drivers, you know, when they're out there on the street. And it has been instrumental in, you know, helping us to manage the way that our vehicles are operated. We, you know, we've seen you know, significant improvements in the area of auto incidents, if I were to go down further into, you know, indicators like speeding, for instance, you know, big changes in terms of, you know, how much that has declined. What it helps us to do is build that culture of, you know, operating vehicles in a safe manner. In terms of the other areas of our business, you know, when we talk about, you know, distribution efficiency and planning, Things like that. One thing that's very, very important to us is understanding where we spend our time. And, you know, so having the ability to understand, you know, how long we spend at a customer executing delivery, for example, not only is that important from a planning perspective to make sure that we can, you know, get the deliveries done not just efficiently, but be where we need to be when we need to be there. But when you start having conversations with customers about, you know, what it takes to serve them, you know, having that data is invaluable. You know, so that's just a couple of areas. I, I mean, you know, I always joke, it's kind of like, you know, the scene from Forrest Gump where, you know, Bubba talks about all the different ways to prepare shrimp. I could probably go on and on like that with telematics. Right. 
Very good. Yeah. Well, let's uh, dig into a couple of the areas. So I know you're doing some really interesting things, impactful things with your data in a lot of those areas, but you've also recently undertaken a big initiative to improve sustainability. You mentioned safety, fuel usage by reducing idle times across your fleet. Can you kind of set the stage a bit and, and talk about how you're rolling that out and what the drivers are? Right. So the idling project, I, I guess I'll refer to it as, you know, so one of our, again, values being caring, you know, when you talk about idling, it, it is a pet peeve of mine. So that was another bit thing that really got me focused on that particular aspect of vehicle operation. Idling is the ultimate waste, the ultimate waste. Uh, I've yet to have anybody come to me and give me a positive outcome from running a vehicle that's not moving. Now, there is some idling that is necessary. Uh, you know, when you're sitting at a traffic light or a stop sign, you're not going to shut the vehicle off. You know, but when that vehicle is parked, why does it have to be running? And so it's an opportunity when you think about the fuel that's being used, when you think about the emissions, you know, idling vehicles, the emissions from those vehicles are double what a running vehicle is. There's a safety component to it. And, you know, people don't realize that, but I know, you know, there's been instances where an idling vehicle somehow, you know, begins to move and ends up hitting an object. You know, if the vehicle hadn't been running, it wouldn't have happened. And then, of course, there's the laws on top of it. And people don't realize that there are actually idling laws, you know, in every municipality, you know, local or state level or county level. That's a lot of the aspects uh, reasons why, you know, we wanted to take a harder look at idling and see if we could do something about it. And as you kind of roll out a new process like this, you need to do a lot of research. I know you've worked directly with your drivers and tried to understand data coming from diagnostic codes, other readings where you can really try to make an impact and understand the context of what's happening to figure out the right process requirements and where you need to make those changes that really make a key impact on the metrics you're going for. Could you talk a little bit of how you approached that and how it informed your new process and sort of any surprises you might've had along the way? Yeah. Yeah. You're very correct in, you know, where you're going with your question there. You know, the first thing I would say, you know, even before we get into the how is, you know, there's so many times when you look for opportunities that involve effort, a lot of effort on the part of the individuals that execute, you know, that are actually on the front line, you know, doing what they do. This is one instance where, I mean, ultimately, what are you asking an associate to do? Is shut the key off, right? Turn the key, shut the engine off. And the last time I checked, that doesn't require a whole lot of physical effort. Right. So, you know, a lot of things we do require physical effort, but this is not one of them. So then when you realize, of course, that it's that simple, uh, nothing that simple, but it should be, you know, the logical approach is, well, go talk to the people that drive the vehicles. Right. Because what is it? Why don't you shut the trucks off? And so the first step we took and putting together the project team is making sure, you know, that we had drivers from various business functions because they do drive different types of vehicles and to hear from them and ask them, okay, well, 
you know, what is it that causes you to keep a truck running or a van running? And what was interesting, the one reality we have is we do have some older vehicles in our fleet. So one of the things that came up was, well, some of those trucks early in the morning, they're a little cranky, you know, kind of like some of us are when we first wake up in the morning. <laughs> it takes us a little longer to get going, right? You know, sometimes some of those vehicles have to run a little bit longer, you know, to be able to get the air and oil pressure up to a point where you can operate the vehicle, you know, in the way it needs to be operated. Lift gates is another thing. Now the laws do accommodate for loading and unloading devices. You know, they, there are idling thresholds in the law, but if you're going to use a loading or unloading device attached to that vehicle, you're permitted to idle the vehicle beyond that threshold to do what you have to do. You really shouldn't need to do that very often. But when you start to run into, you know, mechanical issues, or if you're on, like you're in Manhattan driving a truck around, you may not be able to replenish the the charge, you know, that's coming off the engine uh, enough to sustain using that lift gate throughout the day. So you get towards the end of the day, and now you don't have enough juice to operate the lift gate. You know, so those are a couple of examples, right? You know, there's probably about twenty different things we identified that the driver shared with us that we potentially had to think about. You know, we talked about adjusting process but those are a couple of uh, you know primary examples yeah great and you know i think we talked a lot about the process and the technology but anything about getting folks on board with adopting a new process you know anything that you were able to glean best practices to build engagement and support the team so the first thing that that's important to communicate when you go through a process change or making adjustments is that your peers were involved. You know, so often, you know, and we've all experienced this throughout our careers where we're asked to do something differently than we did before. And it's coming from, you know, some faceless, you know, individual or individuals at corporate headquarters, you know, that really may not fully understand, you know, what, you encounter day in and day out when you're on the front line doing what you do. So the, that's the first thing right off the bat is, hey, you know, we had folks like yourselves that were engaged, you know, in the project and, and helping us to figure out, well, what should we do, right, in terms of, you know, our vehicle operation, idling vehicles. We put together some posters that illustrated all of the negative outcomes that result from idling a vehicle. And so we had a picture of a Coke vehicle with some different bubbles, right? That would say, you know, did you know, right? It was kind of like a, did you know thing? Did you know that it's double the emissions when you idle the vehicle that, you know, for every hour you idle the vehicle, you're burning 0.8 gallons of gas and, and, and so on. Cause we wanted to make it, you know, informative, Right. You know, because the why everybody has a question. Why are you asking me to do something different than I do today? So we tried to answer the why. And uh, we had stickers made up to put in the vehicles. That's, you know, basically idling with the line through it. You know, we had some illustrations and that was pretty cool. Obviously, we had to communicate a process change. So when we talked to our drivers and we were introducing this change, you know, we had to walk them through, okay, where in your process, whether you're a delivery driver or a service technician, you know, at what point 
does the vehicle get shut off? At what point is it okay to idle the vehicle? You know, so we had to, you know, actually do that in driver meetings. I, I don't want to call it a training because, you know, they know how to drive their vehicles. They know how to start and shut the engine off, but it was more about informing them on what was expected in their process. Okay. Any particular capabilities you can highlight that allowed you to customize that process to either drive more visibility, transparency, or update and iterate it over time to get better? Well, the most uh, apparent capability that IntelliShift provides to us is that alerting capability. Our folks that work with our frontline associates you know, they are able to set alerts up at the threshold or just prior to the threshold for when, you know, now idling is not good. And one of the things we did communicate to our drivers is that if they needed an exception, right, that they would contact their supervisor. So now, of course, when the supervisor gets the alert, you know, not only are they wondering why the truck is still running and maybe contacting the driver to say, hey, shut the truck off, but why didn't you contact me? Right? Because if you need to title the vehicle, okay, but just let me know. You know, so the alerting capability that IntelliShift and the Telemax capability provide to us is is important in real time, you know, to be able to react to situations. You know, of course, there's reporting capability within the platform that I think it's it's excellent because it gives you, you know, the exact location and the exact time down to the second right, when that idling event, you know, started and ended and the amount of duration it was. And when you do a project, an improvement project like we did, that that data is invaluable because it allows you to, again, understand, like you'll do your Pareto to understand, well, where is idling happening and when is it happening? Yep. It's fascinating. Makes sense. And, you know, obviously you guys are uh, a distributor. Is there anything unique about the processes you're solving as a distributor and the, those workflows and, you know, the first few steps to reduce spend or improve safety? Anything specific about your business? Well, I, I would say the only thing specific to our business is the fact that, again, I reference LiftGates. And so the large part of our fleet, especially delivery fleet, is you know, tractor-trailer combo. You know, so the trailers have lift gates. And obviously, we deliver to places like supermarkets and Walmarts and things like that where you don't necessarily need a lift gate. But all the other customers that you deliver, you need that lift gate, right, to get the pallet down to the ground, with the truck and down to the ground. So, of course, if I'm, you know, operating, you know, a different type of business or if I'm in our service function where they drive vans, well, obviously the lift gate's not relevant, but otherwise, you know, you park the vehicle, you shut it off. I know I'm oversimplifying it, but no matter what business you're in, that really should apply no matter what you do. Simplify the message to the audience. Makes sense. Great. Really enjoyed having you on the show. Just typically like to get a final perspective on any learnings you can offer our audience as an executive and and what's the most valuable advice or guidance you've been given. So I had a a manager or what you can also call a mentor, right? That that he said something pretty profound to me one time that really stuck with me. 
And I think it really applies here when you think about telematics capabilities. Now, I was in a different industry at the time. What he said to me is, you know, if you're in the area of the facility where the trailers get unloaded and you're walking by a trailer and you happen to glance at the trailer and you see that the associate unloading the trailer is doing it incorrectly or doing something incorrectly, are you going to be the type of leader or manager that keeps on walking or are you making a right turn? And, you know, so you want to be someone who makes a right turn. And so too often when it comes to the telematics capabilities, and the island is actually a good example. You've got all of this data. You implement telematics in your business. And everybody says, wow, you know, this is like the silver bullet. I can see where my vehicles are. You know, I can know what my drivers are doing, where they are, so on and so on. It's just data. Right. So what IntelliShift gives us, it enables us, right? But unless we make the right turn, it doesn't do us any good. Don't just deploy telematics, but make that right turn, right? And use the data, right, to drive improvements in your business. Absolutely. Understand the context and be proactive and apply it to your business. Good, good advice. So once again, really great talking to you today. Thanks for joining us. Look forward to talking to you again. And really interesting, all the processes you're improving at Liberty Coke and hope to continue the partnership. Well, John, thank you again for having me. Really enjoyed it and uh, look forward to the next opportunity. Good stuff. Take care, Gary. Thanks. You too.